before he was lifted. So it says in the Zohar Kaddish, it says in the Zohar Kaddish that the last pasuk, the last words on the lips of the tzaddik was the following pasuk, Kisham Tziva Hashem Esabracha, that over there, Kisham Tziva Hashem Esabracha, over there the Rabbani Shalom sent his brachas, and then he stopped, then he was installed. The next word is Chai. Yisham Tziva Hashem Esabracha, Chai Yemad HaElam. Means our Shimon left it to us to make the final Lachai. You know, to be able to finish the words of Rabbi Shimon you have to you have to have some uh, some pull, you know, some protection. The truth is, I'll tell you the truth. I think that all of us, all of us, have protection by Rabbi Shimon. I think we do. First of all, B'chalal we're Yidden. That's that's certainly true. Shem retiring mitzvahs that Yidden that not only are from but we've heard of Lag Boimer. We're coming to celebrate Lag Boimer. We believe in Rav Shimon. And then, in this place, Medrash, not because of any schosim, just everything is totally in mazel. We happen to have the tremendous mazel to be able to learn together. Tyrus from Shimon, Pneumis, Atar together. So, which is a tremendous, tremendous schos. And I think it gives us a certain protection of Rav Shimon. It gives us a certain protection. And it was brought down by the Shomach Toshim that that those Sadiq and those people that have a schus to be by Miron, by the Tzian of Rav Shimon, so there's a special, special Indian to be Mishtateach, to lie on the Tzian itself. Literally to lie on the Tzian, to connect yourself to the Nisham of the Tzadik, to the Nisham of Rav Shem Raichai. So I'll tell you the truth, you know, even if you would be in Miron, what are the odds of you going to be able to actually be by the Tzian, Amish, and to be Mishtateach? Not so likely. You know, but it says in the Swarm, or in other Swarms say that if a person learns the Torahs of the Tzaddik, and the Torahs of the Talmidim, and the Talmidim, Talmidim of the Tzaddik, and you learn them in a way of, of Hishtabchus HaNefesh, in a way of Dvekas, to put your Kayach, all your Kayach, all your Mayach, all your head, all your heart, into the Torahs of the Tzaddik, and you accept upon yourself to embrace that role of a Fatis Mayonis, of taking the Torah of the Tzaddik, not for yourself, but to overflow with that Torah for your family, for your friends, for the world around you, then you, that's called, that's called being Meshatech on the Kevah, that's called Mamish, his Dabkos Rucha Berucha, that's called the attachment of the soul, your soul to the soul of the Tzadik. And when that happens, then you have all the Kaychas of the Tzadik, you have all the Kaychas of the Bracha of the Tzadik. So when you say L'chaim, when you say L'chaim, it's not just enough to say L'chaim and have a little head off, it means to Mekasher ourselves to the Shama of the Tzadik, you have to understand, you know, Rav Shimon and all of the Tzadiki Emes that go in his path, they're looking for shluch. They're looking for people, the generation, to be on themselves. They're calling out from heaven and from all the places of the world, who is going to be the one that's going to take upon this mission of continuing Afazas Mayanas, of bringing Tars Hapimiyas, Tars Chassidis, Tars HaKabala, Pimiyas the Gitar, Pimiyas the Kavayit, and who's going to bring it to the next generation, who's going to bring it to themselves, to the world around them. 
And you say her name, he named me. You say it's you, say me. And, you know, in, in this generation, it doesn't matter in your madrigas, it doesn't matter where you're holding or not. You're makabal and yourself, he named me. And I am going to accept upon myself to be a kli, to be a conduit, to be a shliach of the Riyach Kaddish, of the Balshanta, going back to Rishim Baichai himself, of Moshe Rayim Nehemna, to spread Yiddishkeit, to spread Pneumistic Skarvas, Amuna, Bitochen, in a deep way, in a Pneumistic way, then that's called Distapkas Ruhu Baruchah, that's called, that's called Advekis and Tzadik, that comes with all the Kaychas and all the protection of the world. So Rishim said, Kishon Siva Hashem is and those that are those that are still alive, those that are alive, have the obligation, have the tremendous chus of, of finishing the last words of Hashem. We finishing those last words, that will be the Gula Shlema. So L'chaim one of us. Use your protection. Use your pull. Don't let it go. Don't be such. Don't be so humble. And they have Don't be so humble. Use your protection. Tell Hashem and Hashem. I know, I know your Torah, I'm familiar with some of the Yanam of your Torah, I know what it's about, I want to spread it, give me this chus. And Rabbani Shalom, through Rishim Barachai, will give you all the shefa that you need, all the bracha, Rabbani Chaim Ezaini, on all levels, we shall be zaychet to miskash ourselves to the tzaddikim, to the tzaddikim, to all the tzaddikim that are trying to desperately, desperately, with every ounce of their fiber, every ounce of their being, to find proper shluchim, to bring the gula ready, and to finish that pasuk of Kisham Tziva Hashem Esavrocha, Chaim Ad Oilam, Chaim, Chaim. Brocha Torah, Ben Yerayel, Heino Melech, Oilam, Baruch, Amen. Alright, so let's learn a little bit for a few minutes. You know, everything we're going to learn is, uh, you know, it's a Torah, but it's also a feel, it's a way of discussion. Just like I said, nowadays, if you're not actually by the Tzien itself, and even if you are by the Tzien, the Iker Hiskashas, the Iker Dvekis, is by Makashi yourself to the Torah of the Tzaddik, to try to understand who the Tzaddik is, to try to makabal on yourself, the Shlichas of the Tzaddik, and to continue that, continue the Simcha that Rishim Marichai started. So you know, when it comes to Lagvaymer, Lagvaymer is a Simcha for all Yid, every single Yid, every single Yid has a Simcha, has a Chelek in that Simcha of the Lula of Rishim Marichai. But Bifrat, specifically those Nishamas that the Rabbani Shalom sent into the world at different Kufas, different times, that are specifically custom-made to content, to be Mamshech and to unpackage that light, that Torah, that truth, that is Rosh Hashanah, so those are the Tzadikim, that they have a special Chelek in this Simcha of Rosh Hashanah, a special Chelek in Lagbar. So who are those Tzadikim? What are Tzadikim? Ariyah Kaddish, for sure, the Rashash, the Teres Chacham, Vildagayim, Baal Shem, all of the different tzaddikim that come from all those places that are focused on one thing, one thing alone, which is bringing Mashiach, bringing Gula, a Gula of Rachamim, a Gula of Chassadim, a Gula in the way of Kinyas. So it means that in your own right now, we're ready for a, bu- a bunch of hours, all these tzaddikim are dancing with Rishem, the Ariyah Kaddish, the Rashash, the Vildagayim, Baal Shem, they're all dancing together. But there's a problem. The problem is like this. The Shita of the Vilna Gaim. It doesn't, it shouldn't surprise anyone that this is going to be a Vilna Gaim big shoes, right? That shouldn't surprise anyone, okay. It's the value of the time. So, the Shita of the Vilna Gaim is like this. The Vilna Gaim held in Halacha that whenever you have a minig, whenever you have a minig by Pagasrael, in order for it to be considered a valid minig, a minig that's something that has to be taken seriously, that has halachic 
put into it. The Vilna Gaon held that it has to have a car, it has to have its roots in Chazal. You have to have some sort of, either the minig is quoted in Chazal, Allah that this minig is an offshoot from in Chazal, some, something, it can be shvach, but it has to have some makar in Chazal. So we have a minig, it's brought down by the Kemayin, the Ramah brings it down to Shulchan Aruch. The minig is that on Lag Vaymer to have simcha. The Ramah the simcha on Lag Vaymer. So that's a minig. But the Shita Vilna Gain is that it has to have a in Allah, it has to have a makar in Chazal. So if you take a look at the Birak Ron Shulchan Aruch, when this Ramah quotes this minig, I've had a simcha lag vaymer. So the Vilna Gaon finds a makar in Chazal. What's the makar? So the Vilna Gaon quotes, he, he brings you to a Gemara in Tainus. The Gemara at the end of Tainus talks about another mysterious yantif of Tubav. And the Gemara says that on Tubav, the Mishnah says, Tubav, that Islamish, one of the biggest yantif in the Kali, so Tubav. And the Gemara says at the end of Tainus, what's Tubav about? What happened on Tubav? So the Gemara gives a bunch of reasons, a bunch of explanations. And one of the explanations of the Gemara is that on Tuba of the Darha Midbar, the generation that left Mitzrayim, they were destined to wander for 40 years and then pass away, and their children would enter into the land. So the Gemara says that that generation finished dying on Tuba. So says the Vilna Gai, that's the Makar of what? Of the Simcha Black Bible. In other words, what do you see from the Gemara? You see that whenever there is, unfortunately, a group that there's a Gzeris Misan, there's a decree of death, when they stop dying, that's a simcha. So just like you see by Tuba, that when the people of the Midbar stop dying, it's a simcha, that's the mission over there. So as a derivative of that, we have a yantif on Lagbayr, meaning that the Tamidi Rabbi Kiva, as the Gemara says in Yvamis, were destined to die because of the COVID-19, whatever the reason is. So the Vilna Gain is saying that they stopped dying on Lagbayr. And the Mela, that's the Makar, the Minig of having simcha on Lagbayr. That's the Vilna Gaon is saying. This is not just the Vilna Gaon. All the Rishayim, when they quote this minig of Simcha Lagbaimer, this is the reason that they give that the Talmud Rebbe Kiva stopped by. But here's the problem, Chav. The reason why we have a Veilus is because of the Talmud Rebbe Kiva. They died, right? And when the Talmudim stopped dying, that's when that Veilus is over. When is that Veilus of Sphere over? Tonight? No. Allah is, you're not supposed to take care of us tonight. The Veilus is over tomorrow by day. Because the Talmud of Akiva did not stop dying tonight. They stopped dying tomorrow. And the, the, the Hanhagi Avelos, the Halach of mourning, does not end tonight, it ends tomorrow. So if the Simcha of Lagba'aymer, if the custom of, of having Simcha Lagba'aymer was only tomorrow by the day, then fine. Then that has a legitimate Makar in Shulchanach, in Chazal. The Makar is, you see from the Gemara Tainis that when people stop dying, it's the Simcha. So they stop dying tomorrow, that causes a simcha tomorrow. So all the bonfires tomorrow, according to the Gaon, are legitimate. But by tonight, the fact that we have a simcha tonight, what's the end of the simcha tonight? They didn't stop dying yet. So what's the end of simcha tonight? So if you take a look at the Kisveri, and you take a look at the other swarm that explained the Minagim, the reason why there's a simcha tonight is not because they stopped dying, they didn't stop dying. What's the end of tonight's simcha? Tonight's simcha is purely Rav Shem Barichai. Rav Shem Barichai, his yard site is like Weimar, and he was a big tzaddik, so we celebrate his life and his accomplishments and his Torah on his yard site. And that's the simcha of tonight. But the problem is, there's no makar like that in Chazal. Where do we find the makar in Chazal that in the yard site of a tzaddik, Rav Shem Barichai? 
Quite the opposite. If anything, in Chazal we find, Minogim that's brought down in Chazal, or in Dharma, other places in Tainas, that the day of the Yard said there was a minute of fasting, not simply. So if you say that a minute does not have to have a Makar in Chazal, okay, fine. So tomorrow the Simcha is because of the Tamid Rebbe Kiva stopping to die. And tonight it's purely because of Shem. But according to the Vilna Gaon, that a minute is only legitimate if it has a Makar in Chazal. And the only Makar that the Vilna Gaon himself was able to find, and he knew Chazal. The only Makar he was able to find is what is the stopping of the Tamid Rebbe Kiva from dying. And the Makar of that, we see such a thing with Tubav, that when people stop dying, it's a Simcha. That legitimizes the minig of tomorrow. But what about the simcha of tonight? And, and like I said, the Vilna Gaon is one of the Iker Bali simcha of Lagvayim. Pnei Satora is mispashed and spreads in the world and is unpackaged. The Torah of Shimon is unpackaged further through the Vilna Gaon also. The Vilna Gaon is Tzavitznei So it can't be that the Vilna Gaon Chas is not is not part of the party right now. When we're dancing, when we were dancing, we'll continue to dance. We're dancing with the Riyak Kaddish, with the Baal Shem Tev, with the Vilna Gaim, with the Shemin, because of his Zalula, because of his Simcha. So how, could, so, so, so how do we explain the Simcha according to Vilna Gaim? This is very important. This is very important. The Vilna Gaim has to be Mishtayach. It has to be part of the Simcha. We have to explain how Pidin, how Pidin, how the Simcha of tonight is legitimate according to Vilna Gaim. So that's question number one. Question number two. Throughout the Zohar Kaddish, we find something mamish astonishing, something we don't find it anywhere else in Chazal. Kemat every page in the Zohar Kaddish, whenever Abshin Barichai opens his holy mouth to reveal secrets of Torah, it's with unbelievable emotion. The Hisrajshas, it's constantly with crying, it's with dancing, it's with rolling around on the floor, it's with raising its hands up to heaven, it's, it's, a, it's, <coughs> the emotions of the Zara Kaddish and Rosh Hashanah and his Chavraya Kedisha are spilling over from every page. You don't find such a thing in the rest of the Sivri Chazal. Abai Amar, Rav Amar, Tanar We don't find that their eyes were streaming with tears when they talk about Yishlai Midas. But all of a sudden, the Zara Kaddish by Rosh Hashanah, the Hisrachshas is pouring out of his heart. If this is something that you find so consistently and so commonly throughout the Zara Kaddish, it must be that this union of the Hisrachos, of the Tanag, of the sweetness, the delight, the Torah that's Masak Midvash, that is so emotionally charged by Rosh it must be that's his union too. It can't just be a secondary Nakud, it can't just be a, a, an Agavdika thing. It must be that the Ikra Torah of Rosh and the Ikra life of Rosh brings to the world is something that has to do with the emotional expression of that Torah. That's the second question. What is this in of Hisrachis and Hispilus and Bechiyas by Rav Shem and Dafka? Final question. In Marcus and Shabbos, we all know the famous story, right? Rav Shem and his son, they're running away because of the Romans, right? And they go to the cave, and they're in the cave for 13 years. And they come out of the cave, Bechulu, it's a homaisa, fine. If Marcus says that they, after all those years in the cave, they come and Rishim Rechai meets his father in law he hasn't seen in a very long time, Rabbi Binyar. According to Chazan, the Zar Kaddish, it's clear that the other Tzadikim knew Rishim was alive, so they weren't shocked to see him. But the Gemara does say that Rabbi Binyar was shocked to see Rishim Rechai in the state that he was. The body of Rishim Rechai was so pained and so damaged by those years in the cave. And famously, Rabbi Binyar says to Rishim, What was to me that I could see like this? It's the and Rishim Reichai, what does he say? He says, Ashrecha Shor Praiseworthy are you. You're so fortunate that you see me this way. 
Because if you didn't see me this way, if I didn't go through what I went through in the cave, then you wouldn't find what I have to offer now. And then the Gemara says, and what does Rishon Mechai have to offer? So what are we expecting for the Gemara to say? Geula, Mashiach, Arish Mashiach, Knimi Satayr, Zara Kaddish. The Gemara does say that. But none of those words. The Gemara says, and what does Rishon Mechai now have after all those years in the cave? Who is Rishon Mechai? What does he bring to the world? So the Gemara says, now after the whole experience of the cave, any time Rav Pinchas ben Yor asked the Kash and learning, Rav Shemar was able to give 24 answers. That's, that's Rav Shemar Yechai post-cave. So what's this Indian? That's how you sum up Rav Shemar. And it must be that that's not an odd thing. It must be that is the Indian of Torah's Rashbi, that's the of Torah. That's Rav Shemar specific contribution to this Indian of Gula. The Indian of Pimis Atar, Rafatis Mayanis, is this Indian of being, ans- being able to answer every Kasha or Pinchas Banyar in 24 different ways? So, what does that mean? What does that tell us about Hashem? One final question, okay? One final question. <coughs> Listen, Mashiach's coming, Mashiach comes, there's no question about it. The Rabbanishal promised already, it's, it's finished. But, but, there are two ways for Mashiach to come. I've been speaking about this. For a few years already, I guess, but, but Chazal say that there's two paths for Gula. There's Gula Rachman Litzlan Vadinim, and then there's a Gula Barachanim. A Gula with Rachmanis, with compassion, everything Benachas. The Indian of Rav Shimon is not to bring Gula. Gula is coming no matter what. The Indian of Rav Shimon is that the Zarek of the Shezer, himself said to Rav Shimon, Baha'i Chibur Dilach, with your Chibur, with your with your Sefer, he who Sefer Azur, which is the Zayar Kaddish, Yafkin Yisrael Mingalusa, Barachim. So the question is, what is this Indian of Gula Bedin versus Gula Barachim, and why is it Dafkar of Shimon that has this ability of bringing Gula Barachim? <coughs> okay. So those are the questions. Alright, so it's like this, Chavon. There's an Indian that I spoke about uh, by Surah Mashiach, the end of Pesach. Now at the time when I spoke about it, I sort of told the Chavra there, I wasn't, yeah, as many people, I told them that, like, you know, this is an Indian that I only want to speak about in a sort of an intimate, private setting. <clears throat> and I spoke about it. But then I'm feeling like, you know, despite the fact that there's more people here and I'm being recorded, Live Weimar is a pretty mystic setting, right? It's a private setting. This is Live Weimar. The reason I said the Indian of Rabbi the reason why Rabbi was given the schuss of writing the Zayar is because he had the Kayach of being able to say over Tyra that people were able to hear the words and understand the words, but if you weren't really able, if you weren't holding by understanding it, like you heard the words, but you didn't really, you didn't really. So let's try to do that for live by Does it what I'm talking about? If it's nice, if, if it's good for you, then good. If it's not good for you, it really is good for you, but you might not realize it yet, so plant the seeds and it'll be good for you at some point. All right. So there's a sugi in the Kisari. It's one of those sugis that even Arizal himself was afraid to talk about. But Lamaisa, as time moves on and we get closer and closer to Arish Mashiach, then sugis that even hundreds of years ago, even by the Ariyat Kaddish, was something that he was concerned about talking. But as we get closer to Mashiach, gates are more open. Gates are more open. We begin to, we could talk about uh, things that in early generations they weren't allowed to. We're kind of closer to Mashiach. And also the Chalal were less sensitive 
than we used to do. So, you know, see, when we talk about things, it's not, no, no, no one's head is going to catch on fire, don't worry about it. Alright. So it's like this. The reason I taught like, as follows. We know the Lagboimer is a Yantiv. It's a serious armor to be Yantiv, right? The whole month of year is a month of serious armor. And Lagboimer Chai Ir. So Lagboimer is a serious armor to be Yantiv. It's Yantiv that's a celebration of serious armor. Now, the Rizal writes in Sharkavan, from Chavitab Rizal, from the Rizal in Sharkavan, that that's on a sort of Darabonadika level. That Sirius Aimer, the Yantav, Sirius Aimer is Lagboimer. But on a Darisalabdika level, the Rizal saw, the Rizal taught, that there is a Yantav that's on a Darisalabdika level, also the Yantav of Sirius Aimer. And that's Shri Pesach, the seventh day of Pesach. The seventh day of Pesach, which is commemoration for Kriyas Yamsuf, taught the Rizal. It's a commemoration of Kriyas Yamsuf, but the essence is a serious Aimer de Kiyantif. Why would the serious Aimer de Kiyantif be on the sixth day of the first week of serious Aimer? It's not for now. But what the Rizal is telling us, the Kitzer, is that there's a parallel. You want to know what Lagbaimer is? You have to understand its parent. You have to understand its source entire, which is Shri Shalpesah. Now the truth is this Indian of Lagvaimer being related to a Kriyas Yamsuf is something that we can't explain. The result, the, the Shemaychai himself writes in the Zayar Kaddish the following idea. He writes this, this is in, uh, in Tikkuni Zayar, in Tikkun Chof. He says the following thing. Shemit says, Bekadmisa, in the earlier redemption of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Biyama Bahu Chamar, the Gula took place through a Kriyas Yamsuf, a physical Kriyas Yamsuf. A physical Yam, the ocean, the sea split. The Purkin of Asraisa, when the final Gula said of Shimon, Kula Biyama Daraisa. There's also going to be a Kriyas Yamsuf. But instead of there being a physical Yam that's splitting, it's the Yam of Tyra, the Sea of Tyra, the secrets of Tyra, which is compared to the ocean, just like the ocean is mysterious, you know what's going on underneath there, and it's awesome. So the secrets of Torah compared to the ocean as well. And Kriyas Yamsuf, the Kriyas Yamsuf of Yitzis Mitzrayim was a physical one, and the Kriyas Yamsuf of the Gula Asid is going to be one of Torah. But the secrets of Torah will be opened up, and Rishimim is going to open up those secrets. So the Yantif of Lagbayim, which is a Yantif of celebrating Pneumis of Torah, and the revelation of Pneumis of Torah, is the Inyan of Kriyas Yamsuf. So in order to understand Kriyas Yamsuf, in order to understand Lagbayim, we have to investigate Kriyas Yamsuf. Now, this is a sogi that the Rizal himself was afraid to talk about. So, just to open the crack a little bit. The Gemara says in Saita, the Gemara says in Saita, Kasha Zivugin Kikriyas Yamsuf. Where it quotes a statement that the Rabbanish, Kasha Zivugin Kikriyas Yamsuf, the Rabbanish on making Zivugin, making Shadokim, it's as difficult by the Rabbanish on like Kriyas Yamsuf. So the Gemara asks Akasha, Kasha Zivugin Kikriyas Yamsuf. Isn't it true that 40 days before a baby is born, there's a Basque that says, Basque with plenty, it's already shut from before they're born. So what's the big deal? It's already, it's already made from the very beginning. What's so difficult? So says the Gemara, The first marriage, the first marriage, that's based on a Basque from before they're born, that's not hard. But a Zivik Shani, simply, there's a divorce, and then there's a second marriage, that's kosher tzivugin kikiris yamsuf. That's difficult by the rabbanu shalom kaviyachol like kikiris yamsuf. That's the gemara. 
I guess the question is obvious in the first you ask, what does that mean? What does it mean? It's difficult by God. Chris Yamsuf was hard. What does it mean? Rebbe is, is infinite. He's God. What does it mean to be hard at all? Why is Chris Yamsuf hard? What is it, why is the Vikshani Dafka like Chris Yamsuf? All things are power. So understand Chav. The result of the following thing. When we left Mitzrayim, when we left Mitzrayim, that was called a zivig rishin with the Rabbanishtah. That was called the first marriage with God. What does it mean, the first marriage? When we left Mitzrayim, we were fresh, like fresh off the boat, you know? Fresh. No bad, no background. We, came, we became the people at that moment. Even though in Mitzrayim we went through our inyon, but we weren't really in yet, in a certain sense. In season time we were born fresh, new beginning. And we came into the world, so to speak, by that moment of Yitzis Mitzrayim, ready for Dveikus, ready for Eskashos of the Bari Oilam, Zivig Rishon. And it was amazing. And in Summer of we find that the night of Pesach is called a Zivuga Ilah, it's called an exalted Yichud with Rabbanu Shalom. Lel Shemurim, Laila Tiyan Yar, it's a Zivig Rishon, it's not Shalom. But what happened after Yitzis after Mitzrayim? What happened is, the Rabbanu Shalom, we had an unbelievable Zivig that first night, a Yichud. But you already look in Chumash, what happens? Just a few days later, the Jewish people find themselves by Yamsuf, and all of a sudden we become panic-stricken. Panic-stricken. We have uh, the ocean in front of us, and the Mitzrayim are running after us from behind. We have wilderness on both sides. We don't know what's going on, and we fall into panic. And you know what happens when we're in panic mode? All the Amunah, all the Vitachin, all the Dveikas, all the Eskashas that we had with the Rebbe on that first night, it all goes away. We've all had that, right? We've all had that moment where everything's Gavad, like it's fine, it's Menuchas and Nefesh, Yishvadas, Dveikas, Yichut. And then all of a sudden something happens, uh, and all the Vitachin, all the Amunah goes away, and Chasachon person falls into low things, small things. The Jewish people begin to fetch and they complain to Moshe Rabbeinu, why do you take us out of Mitzrayim? When we went, when we had that time, uh, when we said those words, why would we take this out of Mitzrayim? We don't want any of this. We'd rather go back. That's a that's a garrison. That's a garrison. And whenever there's a garrison, so the Kala, the Jewish people, always want to return to our husband. We always want to return to Rabbi Shalom. And after that moment, where we lost our minds. And we lost every talk, and we lost our Muna, we lost the Chizik, and we fell into complaints, we fell into low places, we fell into Averis, we fell into all sorts of Mitzrayim de Kenyanim. Then the Jews want to do Tshuva. And what's Tshuva? Tshuva is Zivik Shemi. Tshuva is to get remarried. And that's exactly what the Jewish people did. They turned to Meshur Rabbeinu and said, Meshur Rabbeinu, you have to daven for us. And Moshe Rabbeinu turns to Rabbi Yishlael and begins to daven for the Jewish people on our behalf. And he does tshuva for us. And we do tshuva through him. And we come to a place of where we should have a yichud again, but it's a zivu shame. And you know what the Rizal said? The Rizal said, whenever there's a zivu shame, despite the fact that it's unbelievable, it's great, and we're back, the chas and the kal are back. But the Rizal taught, based on the Gemara, it's kasha zivugim to Kriyas there's something that's kosher, there's something that's difficult. There's something that's there's something that's that's no that's that's not perfect when it comes to Zivik Shani. What is that? Chazal say the following mashal. Chazal say the following mashal that when it comes to that that point of Kriyas Yamsuf 
and we were ready to go back there, Vanishlai, to do tshuva and to come back to God. Because I'll compare us to a sheep, to a, a certain type of a yo, a certain type of sheep that wants to have a ziva, that wants to have a relationship with the male, but it's unable to. Its rechem is, is narrow, it's unable to have a yichr. And so what happened? It wants to, it wants to have it, wants to return to its mate. So Chazal say the Rabbanishlam sends a nachash, sends a snake, to bite the ayala, to bite the sheep, and through the biting of the nachash, it's able to have a ziva with its mate. Said that Riyad Kaddish, the meaning of this is, that when a Jewish person is initially in a state of ziva with Rabbanishlam, then all there is is you and God, and there's no sitra there's no tzadon, there's no nachash, there's no negative energy, there's nothing. It's just Kedush and Tahara, it's just holy and pure and simple. But then when there's a Yeridim, when there's in a field, there's a virus that move you away from that Zivirbishan, then even after you do Tshuva, and you return to the Rabbanu Shloilam, and you're now ready to have a Zivirbishani, but there's a Nachash there. And the Nachash means, like Dovinov said in Tehillim, Chatosi Negdi Samit, that despite the fact that I know that I'm returning to God, and I believe in the power of Tshuva, but Dovnach said himself in Tehillim, I know, I, there's a nachash here. I'm not the only one in the room with, with, with the Rabbani Shalom, there's a nachash here. And whenever a zivu Shani takes place, it's kosha, it's difficult. It itself brings added fuel to the Sahara itself. Because even after a person does tshuva, even after a person returns to the Rabbani Shalom and wants to redo the Kedushan, and go back to Azivik, the sudden is always there in the back of the mind, in the back of the person whispering, Chatasi Negdi Samit. There's always the sudden, but there's always the Nachash. Kasha Zivugin And so this is what was so difficult by Kriyas Yamsav. The Jewish people are trying to recapture the Zivik. They're trying to go back, they're trying to have a Zivik Shani. But there's going to be a Nachash there. So what's the Eitzah? So the says, what are you supposed to do? But the Pasuk says like this. It's the Chiddush from the Tars Chacham, and it's based on the Pasuk. The Rabbani Shalom, when Moshe Rabbeinu turns to Hashem, by Kriyas Yamsuf, and he says, Rabbani Shalom, Hashem Rabbani we want to do tshuva, Rabbani Shalom, help us. We want to return to you, we want to come back, we want to become your, your Kal again. You know what the Rabbani Shalom says? The Rabbani Shalom doesn't say, okay, I'll take you back. The Rebbe says, Ma titzak eilai. What are you doing? What are you doing tshuva for? What are you doing? Dabel b'nei Yisrael v'yisrael. Just go vayit. What are you talking about? What, what are you doing tshuva for? Says the Zohar HaKadosh. Rosh Hashim himself in the Zohar HaKadosh says that what the Rebbe Shalom is telling Moshe Rabbeinu is, Ma titzak eilai. What are you doing? What are you calling out? What are you doing tshuva? Ba'atika Don't you know that at this moment there's a revelation of, of my midah of my divine meter that's called Atik Yoimin. For those that are familiar, the term Atik Yoimin is the highest Nigerian of the course. Atik means ancient of days. And said of Shemra Yechai, the Zarakadish, that at that moment of Kriyas Yamsuf, the Rabbani Shalom was the Magala, was revealing a meter that's called Atik Yoimin. What does that do? What does that mean? Comes the Taras Chacham, the great Talmud of the Rashash. And the Torah's Chacham tells us the following Yisrael. And he uses this in a few places in his farm. He says as follows. That even though it's not true that the normal process is Zivir Grishin, it's Gavaldi. 
But then there's Yerida, there's Nafil, there's Averis, there's Agolis. And then you have to do Tshuva. And then you have a Zivik Shani. And a Zivik Shani is always going to be not as great because there's always Chatosi Negdisam. There's always that residue of Chait that still remains. There's always a Nachash in the room. But said the Tarschacham, the Rabbanishon was being Megala, a secret by Kriyas Yamsuf, something that has never been revealed before, which is that there's such a thing that's called Atik Yom. And you know what Atik Yom means? Atik Yom means that there is such a Madrega, there's a truth, that even when you're holding by this place of where you should have a Zivicheni, Atik Yom says, just go back to Zivicheni. Just pretend it never happened. It never happened. Atikah was where Atikah means ancient of days. You just go back. And the Rebbeinu says to Meishu Rebbeinu, what are you talking about? I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. I simply don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. We just had terrible Yeridus and terrible Nefilis. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm doing Tshuva. Am I supposed to do Tshuva? And the Rebbeinu says, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? It's ancient of days. I, I, I don't know what Nefilis, what Yeridus, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, how you do there hasn't been such a thing. There's no, there's never happened. Never happened. Doesn't mean never happened. So listen. Rishim Baichai writes in the Zayar Kaddish the following idea. Rishim writes, Rosin Elam, these secrets of Torah that I'm revealing, Ismasru Bar I'm only giving them to those people that know how to harvest from the garden of the Rabbi if they know how to harvest well. What does that mean? So listen. Atik Yoyman doesn't mean, this revelation of the Torah Chacham doesn't mean just to pretend it didn't happen. But let me, let me explain. You know, by Yidin, like when we dance, you know, like Ashkenazi Jews, I guess, when we dance, we have like two moves, right? There's two moves. Either a circle, right? That's one move. Or lines, just going back and forth. Those are the two moves. That's all we got. Okay? That's all we got. A circle. Okay. A circle is a very nice thing. Achtas. What's this inning of lines going back and forth? The smart version should say the following idea. It's brought down from the Rishayim already. Tanud Tamidi Einatanud. Tanud Tamidi Einatanud. You know what Tanud Tamidi Einatanud means? Something that is pleasurable, something that's amazing, but if it's always, and it's always consistent, never taking any break, it loses its pleasure. Tanak to me the If something is pleasurable and it's amazing, but it's always, then it's never dense, then it loses its it loses its tonic. In order for something to remain pleasurable, it has to go through ups and downs. It has to stop once in a while. You know what the dance of the Jewish people is when we go towards each other and you go back and back and forth? You know what the revelation of Atta Gemin is? The revelation of Atta Gemin is not that there was never a Yerida, not that that Aver didn't happen, not that the Nefil didn't happen. But you know why you didn't have Aver? You know why you had that Nefilah? It was just to make sure that your Tanakh with the Rabbanish Shalom is not a Tanakh to me, that's all. It was just to make sure that you don't get used to it. But that break, that break was not a separation class for Shalom. It was just, it was just the back and forth of the dance. When you're, when you're mamish close, then that's very, very nice. But being close is even better 
when it comes after you were distant. So when you take a step back from each other, you're not really trying to get away from each other. You're just trying to enhance the pleasure when you come back together. This is the secret of Antigyam. The secret of Antigyam is that there's a way to reorient ourselves to look at all of Golas. I said it was never a break from Gula. It was never a break from Yisamikdash. It was just a long dance between us and the Bar going back and going forth. Going back and going forth. And when you go back from the Rabbani Shalom, you're not moving away. That's part of the dance. And the reason why you're going back is in order that it should be that much more Gishmak when you go close. Roshim Ha'yichai said that my secrets are being given over to those that know how to harvest the garden properly. What does that mean? So listen to the words of the Riza. The Riza writes in Sharm Mamari Rajvi, Vo'inin Said that Rizal, the Indian of Rav Shemayichai, is to not just stand he revealed secrets of Torah. The Indian of Rav Shemayichai is to reveal this Indian that I mentioned by Kriyas Yamsuf, that Ozla Pesach Chatas Roivitz, that by Kriyas Yamsuf, which is the Bechin of Zivik Sheni, where there's a moment of trying to return to Hashem, the problem is there's always the Nachash whispering in the person's ear, Chatosin Yagdisamit, making making the Zivik Shani not as not as deep and not as not that not as bound to each other as Zivik Rishan. Who and that's the snake that stops the Zivik Shani from being like the Zivik Rishan. But in order for there to be such a thing as what as a Zivik Shani, which in truth is not a Zivik Shani. A Zivik Shani which is in truth just a, a return to Zivik Rishan. And a realization that even the Yerida, even the distance in between, was not really a distance. It was just a dance going back and forth. And Golas was never really a Golas. Chormish was never really Chormish It was just part of this cosmic, historic dance with their Vaynishlam of going back and forth and back and back and forth and back and forth. Just to make the moments of closeness that much more Gishmak and that much more pleasurable and that much more meaningful. To make sure that the Tanuk Tamidi, of the Rabbani Shloilam and Eshkina, the Rabbani from the Jewish people, that it shouldn't be a Tana Tamidi. In order to make sure that it's not a Tana Tamidi, there has to be some level of distance. But the distance is also part of the Dvekas. The distance is also part of the closeness. It's all one big dance. In order to make this, in order to reveal the secret of Atik Yoyman, of ancient of days, that the Etzim nothing ever stopped the Zivagrishan, the Rabbani Shloilam sends in the Sham Be'ir V'Kanash Mishmai Kanachis, the Nisham of Rishim Ba'ichai. And the Indian of Rishim Ba'ichai and the revelation of his specific type of Torah and the of Torah in the Zara Kaddish are not just some secrets of Torah. The secrets of Rishim Ba'ichai are the secrets of that he proclaims by himself, Anan that my entire Indian is to reveal how the Jewish people never fell out of love with God. And God never fell out of love with us. Because even though it might be true that it looks like for 2,000 years we've been kicked out of his house, and there's been a Gerishim, that's not an actual Gerishim. That's just a dance by Hassan. It's just been the line has just been moving afar from each other for a very long time, only for the purposes of coming back together when the time is right. It would be that much more awesome. But there's never been truly a break. Said the Arizal, this is what Rishim Rechay said: that my secrets are there for those people that know how to harvest the garden properly. To harvest the, gro- the garden, that's a euphemism for yichud between the Rabbanu Shalom and the Jewish people, in a way that doesn't have any nachash. And that's the secret of Rav Shimon. And Rav Rizal says as follows. 
The soid haleda zois, the ability to do this, who soid kitzir sasode elyon, it means to harvest the, 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 the harvest the, the soda properly. That sadikim hagarmen kitzir zubit filasam, and those sadikim that live in such a way, that look at other yidin in such a way, that look at themselves in such a way, that look at gullus in such a way, that it's not real gullus. Gullus is just, it's a maris ayin, it's an illusion. It's an illusion. We assume that there's been a gullus. We assume there's been a korban beis We assume that there's been a gerish. But like I mentioned on Sunday by this year, the, the minig of Yisrael is not to give gittin during the month of year. There's a minig, not to give a get for the month of year. There's reasons. The month of year, it's questionable how to spell it. Two years and one year. Ashkafah part is you don't give a get in the month of year. Because the whole secret of year, the secret of Shimon is, Atik Yoyim, ancient of days. That despite the fact that the secret of Kriyas Yamsuf is, there should be a Zivik Shani. And a Zivik Shani means there's a Nachash. The secret of Zivik, the secret of Shimon is, the Rabbanu Shalom saying, Matitzak Eli, what are you doubting for? You didn't do anything wrong. Nothing happened. I don't know what you're talking about. I, don't, I simply don't know what you're doing Shuvah for. This is the secret, this is the great secret of, of this is the great secret of tshuva in Phineas Atari. Where you're not doing tshuva for any sin. You do tshuva is not even chal for abeyers. Tshuva is just like, just the lines coming back to each other. That's all it is. It's just the lines going back to each other. That's all. Because in truth, that's all it was, was just lines going back and forth. That's all it was. This is the secret of Rishim Ha'ichad. Those that are mechatz dechakla, those that know how to harvest the fields properly, know how to make that yichud of even after a yirida, but know how to do it in such a way of atik yaiman, then they just go weiter. And not only that, they realize that it's dafka the yirida, dafka the nefila, dafka the distance that they might have brought upon themselves only is enhancing the yichud. I mentioned this then by the Suz Mashiach, and I'll say it again. Listen, the, the, the Tzaddik said it, so there's no reason why I can't. The Rebbe Rashab of Lubavitch, he said in the Mimer once, that the only way for a Jew to become a Chassid is only if they ever experience Bagam Abris. Only someone that ever experienced Bagam Abris could be a true Chassid. That's what he said. Say such a thing. The only way to be a Chassid is if at some point in your life, you're, you're, you you participated in the dance of the Rabbani Shalom by going back. Only if at some point in your life you took a step back, only then can you be a chassid and enjoy and have a deep discussion with Rabbani Shalom by going forward. But if you never took a step back, it means you're not dancing. It means you're simply not dancing. What's the Nirav Shimon? Why is the Nirav Shimon by Echai the whole Nirav Shimon and the Zayar Kaddish with so much disruption, so much bechiyas, this spiralless emotion? Because that's exactly what Rishim Baichai brings to the world. Rishim Baichai, the, the secret of all secrets, the secret of Tyrus Rishimin is that the Talmudian of Akiva never died. That is the biggest secret of Tyrus Rishimin, that they simply never died. Why are we mourning the Talmudian of Akiva? Because those particular people died, Sadiqin have died over the years. The reason why we're mourning is because the Gemara says in Yavamis, that as a result of all the death of the 24,000 students, the world was desolate, there was no Torah anymore. That's why we're mourning. Because the Torah was lost. Everything stopped. Churban, churban of Torah. But the whole secret of Shemarcha is what? Those of Shemarcha is what? That after the cave, he comes, and any kasha of Nuchas Vinyar has, Rav Shemarcha answers 24 ways. 
Because the Sneaker Rishon is to show that what? That the Tamid or the Kiva never died. There was never a Korban of Torah. I, everyone stopped learning. Nah, that's just part of the dance. It's just part of the dance. You just, that's just a long line going back in order to be that much more Gishonite when you go close. There was never a Korban of Torah. There's no such thing as a Korban of Torah. The 24,000 Tamid or the Kiva just took a different form. And the Torah of Rabbi Akiva is just on it, just in a different stage right now. Instead of it being going forward, now for that Kufa, it was going back. And now it's going forward again with Rishon. We asked the question at the beginning, according to the Vilna Gaim, what's the Simcha, what's the Makar of the Simcha of tonight? Said the Vilna Gaim, the only Makar, the only Makar in Halacha for a Simcha Lag Baimer is the fact that Tamid Rabbi Akiva stopped dying. That they didn't die. That they stopped dying. That's only tomorrow, what about tonight? The only reason to, sin, to dance tonight is because of Rav Shimon. The answer is, the, the secret of Rav Shimon is that they never died. So even tonight, the Simcha is that Tamid Rav Akiva didn't stop dying. They never died. There was never such a thing as the Mises of Tamid Rav Akiva. How, how is it possible to celebrate the non-death of the Tamid Rav Akiva even tonight when they were physically dying? Because Rav Shimon reveals that there's no such thing as the death of Tamid. There's no such thing as a Golas. There's no such thing as Yerida. It's all just moving back to move forward. And this is why there's such a thing that the Mr. Shemagi used to say, that by big Nishamas, like Rishon Ma'echai, there was never a Chor Mesa Mikdash. There was never a Chor Mesa Mikdash. What does that mean? You bring Karbanas to Miron. There's never a Chor Mesa Mikdash. It means that the Chor Mesa Mikdash was just going back to go forward again. That's all it was. That's all it was. This is the secret of Rishon Ma'echai. And the way to be makasha ourselves to Hashem Ba'echai is that every single one of us, whatever Yana we went through, from the first day of Pesach, so to speak, until Kriya Samsa, all the results in the field, see what the biggest truth is? Just go right there. Just don't think about it. Stop obsessing about it. Just go right there. You know why? Because in Shemai, they're not obsessing about it either. They're just simply not. We're making ourselves crazy. We're coming to Rabbi Shalom. Tshuva, Tshuva, Rabbi Shalom, forgive us. Hashem, Vodad, Rabbi Shalom, I don't know what you're talking about. I simply don't know what you're talking about. I want you to do mitzvahs. I want you to learn. I want you to mechazik yourself. Be makabla yourself. More pinus haftarah, more learning, more avayda. It's They don't talk about avayras and shemani. That's not the sugya. It's not the sugya. It's the sugya without Rabbi Shimon. Without Rabbi Shimon, avayras, avayras, avayras. Chorban, chorban, chorban. With Rishonim, what chorban? What chorban? You know, it says in the Zara Kaddish that by the Kisya Kavit, when the Sultan wants to, God forbid, be Makatrik and prosecute against the Jew by the Kisya Kavit, he's not able to say, Pliny did not bear. By the Kisya Kavit, what the Sultan says is, Pliny has the opportunity to do truth. That's the, that's the Nusuk that the Sultan is allowed to say. Because that's all it is. That's all it is. This is the secret of Lab and it's a side to a side. And it's not, a, it's not something that's so simple. It's not something that everyone is able to hear. But every single one of us, if you're a Pneumistic then you know in your bones that when, you, that when you're wallowing in your own self-pity about your own chesreinus, the Rabbani Shalom is screaming at you, what are we talking about? I, don't, I simply don't know what you're talking about. Ah, yeah, this pagam, that pagam, you could become a chas. That's, that's exactly why you could become a chas. This is exactly why you can become a chassid. The avoid of the of the Mashiach, the avoid of this generation to be makashar ourselves to the tzaddiki emes, to the tzaddikim of Pnimis at Torah, is to do tshuva in such a way 
of what? Of Atik Yomim. And this is what it means, Agul Barachim. Agul Bedin means Zivik Shein. Agul Barachim means Zivik Bish, never ended. I don't know what you're talking about. I still don't know what you're talking about. It was just going back to go forth, to go back, to go forth. Just one big chasna, one big hilula, one big simcha, in order to make sure that it's tonic to me. It's not a, to make sure that it's tonic to me. It's taka, it's taka pleasurable. Hashem should bless each and every one of us. We have to daven, we have to look at other yin in such a way. Shem Baruchai said, Shem Baruchai said, that those tzaddikim, that are able to dive into Rebbe for other Yidin, and look at other Yidin in such a way that they never left the Kisiyah Kavit, the Zivit Rishon never ended, those of the Yidin that have discussed with Rebbe Shimon, those that are able to bring Shefa, Bracha, and Atzlacha, Ad Bolidai, to all the Mishpachas, 12 clients, strong, we show these to have a Gul Barachim, and a Gul Chasadim, and a Sosal Hoytana, Bar Yechai, and a Sosal Hoytana, and a Sosal Hoytana, and a Sosal Hoytana, and a Sosal Hoytana, and Amen. 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 Amen.